You're listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan, marketing, branding, and building an online community to help you grow your business as a healthcare professional. Featured on the Emmy Award-winning daytime talk show, The Doctors, and America's business magazine, Forbes, Dr. Yazdan gives you insight on how she's cracked the code to social media and how to use it as a way to make your business more profitable. And now... Dr. Yazdan. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 60 of the Social Dentist Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about how to get your team comfortable with social media marketing or how to get your team comfortable with you doing social media marketing. This episode, like every episode I do, is inspired by a few people who have reached out to me and were struggling with this topic. So you guys know that these episodes are all for you. So always reach out, let me know what you're struggling with, and I will create content on it. But either way, um, they have acquired an older practice and all the remaining employees don't believe in social media or they are an associate in a practice and feel awkward using social media. Or some of you start from scratch but have employees that don't want to be on social media at all. So we are going to talk about all of this and more in this episode. But before we get started, I want to tell you a few things. First of all, I want to tell you that every Saturday I send out an email to everyone on my email list with extra content. And some of it is really fun. Some of it is just extra content for you to know, like things I need you to know. Some of it is inspiring. Some of it is personal, but all of it is meant to help you get even further and dive deeper. Also, those on my email list get the opportunity to respond to me and I respond back to everyone who sends me an email. Um, And another thing is that whenever I come out with something new, whether it's a new freebie or a guide or whatever it is, those on my email list hear about it and get it all first. So with that said, if you are not on my email list, you should definitely join. I would love to chat with you even more in the inbox each week. We have deeper conversations there um, than we do for here for sure. And it's easy and free to join. So you just go to dryazin.com slash join, and I will link it in the show notes for you. Another thing I want to say is thank you. Thank you for choosing this podcast. I know your time is valuable. I know you have so many options of podcasts to listen to. So I just want to say thank you for choosing mine. I try to keep the episodes really short and easy to understand and really actionable so that you can always walk away with something that can help you make a difference. So I would love if you could take a minute and leave a review for the podcast. It will really help me with the ratings and it will help someone who needs this content find it. And lastly, I want to tell you that if you are struggling with something, like I mentioned earlier, please let me know by either responding to one of my emails, if you're on my email list, or finding me on Instagram and sending me a DM there. My handle is at Dr. Yazdan. That is how I create every single one of these episodes for you. So find me, let me know what you're struggling with, and I will create the content on it for you. Okay, my friends, so let's talk. Let's talk about getting the people that you work with on board with social media marketing. If you have made a commitment to yourself that you are going to be using social media marketing in your business, then you need to stay dedicated. And I hope that you have made that commitment to yourself because it works. It totally works. And the more time passes, the more social media is growing, the more people are on it, the more people are looking for their healthcare professionals on it. And I know that you know it works too. 
And I can understand that if people you work with aren't on board, it makes it more difficult. And if you're just starting out, you're already probably have some imposter syndrome going on and you probably are already worried about what friends and family will be saying. And now the people you work with aren't interested or giving you a hard time. So you may think, okay, well, I will just stop. But here's what I have to offer you. Those are just thoughts. And you can't control what other people think or what they do, but you can control what you think and controlling your thoughts is really important because your thoughts create your feelings, which lead to your actions, which drive your results. So if you have thoughts that, oh, well, I just should stop doing what I'm doing. It's not going to work and nobody is on board anyway, then those thoughts won't serve you, right? It will lead to inaction, which will lead you to get no results, right? But if instead you decide to believe the thought, I'm going to make this work no matter what, and I'm figuring it out, then that thought can really serve you. That thought is going to drive you to have a feeling that will lead you to keep taking action and will lead you to some kind of result. I just want you to think about that for one second. And if you need to rewind and listen to that part again, then make sure to do so. Make sure you really understand that your thoughts lead to your feelings, which lead to your actions and then your results. I always love doing this mindset work because it brings us back to things that we can control. And really it lets us understand how we can move forward when things seem challenging. So when I first started using social media, besides the issue, um, the issues I had personally with like friends and family members, which I've talked about before on the podcast, I did have some issues with people I was working with at the time. I had a few employees that thought I was crazy (laughs) and I was literally one of those people that was posting and praying that nobody from my office would see what I was posting. And when they would ask me about it, I would kind of just ignore their question and try to change the subject. And I felt really embarrassed until I got to the point where I just didn't care. I got to the point where it was like, it was the only way I was going to keep the doors to my office open. And it was the only way that my employees were going to have a job working in my office. So I literally got up one morning and I walked in and told my office manager that she needs to put 10 minutes on my schedule every single day that cannot be interrupted for any reason, no matter what, um, as a way for me to create some social media content. And I will never forget the look that my staff gave me. And it was that moment I said, this is what I'm doing. This is what needs to happen. This is how we are going to stay in business. The livelihood of our practice is depending on it at this time. And this is what we need to do. And looking back now, it was the best decision I made because even before social media worked for my business, I knew it would work. I already knew that I was going to make it work. I had already become dedicated to it. And I wasn't going to let other people's opinions get in my way because other people's opinions don't keep my practice busy. Other people's opinions don't pay our bills. And today using social media is kind of the way of the world. Like even if you have an established practice that is super busy, your website only has so much info and people don't really get to know you. Your social media is much more up to date than your website is. Let's be honest about that. And people want to see what you're doing now. They want to see what's new and they want to see what, what you're up to. People aren't just choosing a procedure to have done. They are also choosing the healthcare professional to work with and having a presence on social media makes people feel more connected to you. And it helps you grow that know, like, and trust factor. So at this point, you're thinking, yeah, I know all that, but how do I get people on board that aren't? So let's dive a little bit deeper into that. So first of all, if it's your practice, you are the boss. 
If your staff doesn't want to be on camera, that's okay. They don't need to be, but everyone needs to understand that it's something you are taking seriously and they need to be supportive of it. And how you get everyone to be supportive of it is that you explain the benefits. You talk about what it can do for the business and you talk about how you want to implement it. I would literally have a meeting with your staff about it. And you'll be surprised that after several months, even some of those people that at first were so against it will start giving you recommendations of what to post and they will give you ideas for content. It is amazing how that works out. And you might also be thinking, but what if you're the owner of the practice and you acquired it and the people working there are older and aren't interested in it and it doesn't feel supportive. What do you do then? You do the same thing. You have a meeting about it. You talk about what their concerns are. You talk about why they don't believe in it or if they think it's a waste of time or whatever it is. And then you explain to them the possibilities of what it can mean for your business, what it can mean for their job security. And you talk about the opportunities that it can bring about. And then I would literally tell your front office during that meeting to put 10 to 15 minutes into your schedule every morning or afternoon or whatever for you to create some content, for you to be doing stories. And then you show how fun it could be. You don't hide in a corner and do it all yourself. You make it fun and interactive with your staff. You guys, you set the tone. I remember when I was getting married, everyone told me that the bride sets the tone of the wedding. If the bride is grumpy and if the bride is acting like bridezilla, then the wedding will feel like everyone is walking on eggshells and the guests will feel it and it won't be a good time. But if the bride is happy and is having the time of her life, it will be the best wedding anyone has attended. So people, used to tell me that and I started watching it happen during the time of my engagement I started analyzing my friends that were getting married and the best weddings I went to were where the bride was just enjoying her big day when the bride was happy the groom was happy the vendors were happy the guests were happy and when the bride was acting crazy because her bouquet was off then it seemed like everything was wrong the tables were wrong the photographer wasn't getting the right shots Um, the makeup came out wrong. The hair wasn't what she wanted. And it just felt like so much tension and it felt stressful as a guest. I realized it was true. The bride set the tone. It's the same thing with your office. You set the tone. If you come in and you're in a bad mood and you're not speaking to your staff nicely and you're bossing everyone around, then it trickles down to your staff and then to your, your patients will feel it. But when you're in a positive space, that becomes contagious too. So be that positive vibe. Talk to your staff about the benefits of social media. Don't let them stand in your way. If they don't want to be on camera, that's okay. They don't need to be. That's their right. But you can do what you need to do. And as time goes on, people will hop on board. Now, some of you listening right now are thinking, well, what if you're an associate or what if you're in a group practice? You don't necessarily set the tone. The other doctors also set the tone or the doctor you are an associate for sets the tone. Now that is just a thought. You can choose to be positive. You can choose to have that positive energy. If you're an associate and the doctor you work for doesn't believe in social media, doesn't want you to spend your time um, working using social media, that's not a reason to stop you. You can choose to have social media presence without their permission. Now, I'm not saying that you should start um, taking photos of their stuff or recording videos in their office if they don't want that, which I actually don't know any doctor who isn't interested in social media at this point. But in fact, I work in a building with doctors who have had practices there for 30 years or more. And when I talk to them, all of them want me to help them build their social media. 
for their business. And we're talking, they have successful practices, but they still want to understand how social media works. But let's just say you're having a hard time. Will you create content after work or you go in early and create your content, get your photos or create your stories or whatever you need to do. You take your photos outside. You take your videos outside. You can still have social media presence and you can still create a brand for yourself without the approval of someone else. And the same goes with if you're in a group practice, if you're in a group practice and the other doctors and staff aren't on board, that's okay. Don't let them stand in your way. You know what will probably happen? What will probably happen is if you are dedicated to this, that you want to build a social media presence, it will become an asset for you. And then when the staff and the other doctors see what you have created and that it's working, they will all of a sudden want to be on board. It's such a funny thing. I watch this happen all the time, all the time with people I coach with, but look at the big picture. You using your circumstance of I'm an associate or the other doctors don't want to use social media and think it's weird and a waste of time, or my staff doesn't believe in it. And I feel awkward. Those are just excuses. Those are excuses that will leave you in inaction. They will keep you stagnant and you will look back at them and you will say, well, I couldn't do it then because X, Y, and Z, the timing wasn't right. I was just an associate or whatever excuse you want to give. And it never worked out for me because I tried and everyone was against it. So I stopped. I want you instead of having excuses to instead be hundred percent committed to making it happen for yourself, making social media a priority. And whenever you feel stuck, I want you to tell yourself you are figuring it out and you're going to make it work. That feels a lot different than saying it's not going to work because of my situation, right? Saying I'm going to make it work and I'm figuring it out just feels so much different. And I promise you when you take action, you will get a result, which is way better than spinning your wheels and not getting any results and looking back a year from now and being in the same spot you are today. So I hope this helps those of you that find yourself in situations similar to this. If you have any questions or you want to go even deeper, send me a DM on Instagram. I'm always happy, happy to help. So next week, we're going to be talking about social media failures and how to succeed. There's some mindset work involved. You guys know I'm all about the mindset stuff and there's some takeaways. Also, I'm excited to share some of these takeaways with you. I also give you some insight into my previous content and how it used to perform compared to my content now. So definitely make sure you're subscribed so that you don't miss any episodes. Also, if you're subscribed, you get access to all my bonus episodes. I don't send any emails about them. I don't post them about them on social. You'll just get them into your feed and hopefully a little pop-up on your phone. So make sure you subscribe so that you never miss a bonus episode. All right, my friends, I'll talk to you next week. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan. Download your free Instagram guide for healthcare professionals at www.dryazdan.com forward slash Instagram guide. If you'd like to reach out to Dr. Yazdan, you can do so on Instagram at Dr. Yazdan. That's D-R-Y-A-Z-D-A-N. Till next time.